In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Wednesday of the 24th week in the ordinary time of the church's year. Today being the 14th day of September 2022, we celebrate the Feast of the Exaltation of the Holy Cross. Together, let us call upon the Holy Spirit to come dwell in us. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is the cross of Jesus, the center of our Christian life. The cross of Jesus, the center of our Christian life. The first reading today is taken from the book of Numbers, chapter 21, from verse 4 to verse 9. The second reading is taken from St. Paul's letter to the Philippians, chapter 2, from verse 6 to verse 11. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to John chapter 3, from verse 13 to verse 17. Today, we celebrate the feast of the exaltation of the Holy Cross. In the first place, today's feast celebrates the dedication of the Basilica of the Holy Sepulchre in Jerusalem. This church is one of the most important shrines in the world, since it is believed to have been erected on the spot where the Lord was crucified and was buried. Today, we celebrate the centrality of the cross in our Christian life and its saving power for us who believe. In fact, tradition further has it in celebrating the centrality of the cross of Jesus in our Christian life. That the Romans who just buried the cross on which Jesus suffered and died to prevent it from being found out by the apostles. When Constantine the Great was fighting with Maxentius for the Roman throne, one day he saw a vision of burning cross in the sky along with the Greek words in hoc signo vinces, meaning in this sign conquer. Highly disturbed by this vision, he inscribed the first two letters of the Greek word Christos on all his standards and shields. After this vision, Constantine fought Maxentius in the name of Jesus and defeated Maxentius in the Battle of Milvian Bridge on October 28, 312 AD. Constantine became the Roman Emperor and he started to support Christians. The original cross on which Jesus suffered and died was found out by Helen, the mother of the Emperor Constantine the Great, in the year 322 AD. 
the king of Persia invaded Palestine in the year 664 AD and won the battle. He took a lot of precious materials, including the original Holy Cross. The emperor Heraclius of Constantinople waged war against the king of Persia and took back the Holy Cross on his own shoulder to Jerusalem in the year 629 AD. He could not climb the Calvary mountain since he was wearing the robes of the emperor. But Zechariah, the bishop of Jerusalem, told the emperor to wear ordinary clothes and then take the cross. When the emperor had changed his clothes to simple and ordinary dress, he could climb the Calvary and place the cross in the tomb. We are celebrating this feast remembering this incident now this is what we celebrate today the centrality of the cross in our christian living the cross of jesus christ when we look upon the cross like the first reading the people of israel on uh, the journey through this wilderness to the promised land, you know, disobeyed God, murmured against God, complained against God, refused to be grateful to God for his benevolence, and desired a return to the land of their captivity in Egypt. And God, to teach them a lesson, allowed fierce serpents to buy them and they were dying in their numbers and upon their repentance he re instructed moses to make a bruising serpent and lift it up on a pole anyone who looked upon this was saved dear children of god this was only a prefiguration of jesus christ being lifted on the cross of calvary and like he said that when he is lifted up on the cross of calvary he will draw all people to himself anyone who look upon him who is crucified shall be saved now when we look at jesus upon the cross of calvary what do we see number one we see sacrifice a Jesus is one who lays down his life, like the second reading puts it in the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. He is God, yet he did not count equality with God. Or rather, he assumed our nature and was obedient unto death, even death on the cross. He sacrificed himself, died a shameful death of the cross. In this sacrifice, you see shame, you see defeat, you see humiliation, you see disgrace, you see insult poured upon God who became man. But he did this for something. And that leads us to the second thing we'll see on the cross of Calvary. The second thing we'll see on the cross of Calvary is death. Jesus hung upon the cross and after three hours he gave up the spirit and bred his last. He died for the salvation of the humanity. God, in literally speaking, dying in order to save his own creatures. Jesus is the one who has died our death that we may live. For we too, like the people of Israel, had gone astray in different ways and deserved the punishment of God, and the punishment for sin is death. For the word of God says the wages of sin is death. And so he had to die in order that we may live. Now, what is the essence of his death? 
That leads us to the third thing we see in the cross. When we look upon the cross, we see life. Though Jesus died on the cross of Calvary, in his death is our life. So the death of Jesus on the cross of Calvary is like a bearer of life. In this death is contained life and the fullness of life as such. On the cross of Calvary, upon being pierced with the lens on his side, water and blood flowed and gushed out, which the church teaches gave birth to the church. The beginning of life, the beginning of regeneration, regenerating a human race that was dead in sin and the condemnation and judgment now restored to life through the death of Jesus Christ. Just like in the first reading from the book of Numbers, where the people of Israel, who were beaten by a snake, meant to dare, die as a result of that snake bite, upon looking upon the brazen serpent on the pool, received life. So too, in the death of Jesus, is contained the gift of life from God unto humanity. They to wonder then, the word of God tells us, Jesus himself tells us in the gospel reading, that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, so that those who believe in him, how did he give him on the cross of Calvary, through the sacrifice and the death of the cross, those who believe in him will now receive life. The death that generates life. And the fourth thing we see on the cross of Jesus Christ is victory. That is why St. Paul tells us in the very second reading that he, because he accepted this shameful death on the cross, God has given him a name that is above all other names. That the mention of the name of Jesus Christ, every knee will bow and every tongue confess him to be the Lord. Yes, he died. He was buried, but he rose triumphant. He rose victorious. Beloved children of God, in this new life that we receive from the death of Jesus Christ is victory. So upon the cross of Jesus is victory over sin, over Satan, over sickness, over darkness, over evil, over death, over everything that is not healthy for us as the children of God. So the death of Jesus brings us life, brings us victory, brings us power, brings us glory, brings us everything good that you can think about. All of this are contained in the package of the victory won on the cross of Calvary. Little wonder then the church teaches that the Holy Eucharist, which is of course, you know, founded on the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary, the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary, is said to be the source and the summit of our Christian life, the cross of Jesus Christ, the Eucharistic Jesus, the sacrificial Lamb of God, is at the center of our Christian life. Our life as Christians revolves around the cross. It is the origin of our existence as the children of God because it's upon the sacrifice of the cross that we are made adopted children of God and it is upon this very sacrifice of the cross that we are nourished as a body as the body of Christ, members of his own body, the children of God who have received life through the death of Jesus Christ and ultimately we are in no 
journeying towards reuniting with Jesus Christ at the manifest in heaven where we shall experience the fullness of the power of the resurrection of Christ after his death. I encourage you, therefore, dear child of God, to pride yourself in the cross of Jesus Christ. Like St. Paul will say, I glory in the cross of Christ. Let us glory in the cross of Christ, recognizing the power in it, recognizing the mercy of God in it, recognizing the victory of God in it, everything good that you can expect of God. The entry point to assessing it all is the cross of Jesus Christ. And as we celebrate the victory of the cross of Jesus Christ today, the exaltation of the cross of Jesus Christ today, may this cross, this sacrifice of the cross of Jesus speak for you and for me and for all that are there to us transforming our lives and bringing us to share in the victory of the crucified Lord and Master Jesus Christ our Lord amen the Lord be with you may almighty God bless you the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit amen be assured of my prayers and my blessings always